Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, that's a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, gents. How are you? Um, victorious. Hi, he is the tiniest, tiniest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. He fairly can move. Yeah. Are you sure you're not cheating in there? We don't want that. You talk about Lance Armstrong. We don't want this network getting into that sort of funny business. Yeah, exactly. no, good call. Good call. There's, there's cameras everywhere here. I'm, I'm well scrutinised. Now, where where are you, Haydos? Are you home? Yeah, back home. Feels like. Jeez, yeah, you've had a home. big run, haven't you? I, I, I thought back. It was maybe mid-February you went to India, and you've just come home yeah. since the Oval Test. Yeah, no, that's – and I'm settling nicely into what I do absolutely best, and that's <laughs> – <laughs> and that's just bludge. Yeah. <laughs> Over at Stratty? I've had, I've, I've had two days of just complete um, bludging, <laughs> and I've got three months of continued activity in the same direction, fishing, <laughs> surfing. And yes, Paddy, I will be I will be going to Stratty, but unfortunately it's only been two days, so I've yeah. got to let the jet lag settle in, and <laughs> school holidays have commenced, obviously. Yeah, it is. Father of the year, back for school holidays, mate. <laughs> uh, um, now, well, India. I mean, what a year. I mean, honestly, what a year, though. Here. Yeah. Like, Paddy, like, it's just been an extraordinary year for Australian cricket as well, right. because as you said, in February, you know, we, we had a really good series over in India, and yes. it, was, it was on the dodgiest of conditions you could possibly imagine. And then that last test, the fourth test in Amanabad, that was the flattest wicket I've ever... I've never toured Pakistan, but I'd imagine... That was the flattest wicket you could possibly find on the planet. <laughs> um, but then clawing it back into into the Test World Championship, I mean, the IPL was phenomenal. Um, I mean, numbers just continue to expand there. It's like multiples of five every year. So yes. It's very hard to see that competition uh, going anywhere other than Up. north. Yeah, well, um, they're, they're the going to... Origins going, yeah. They're going to expand it, eh? The uh, 20 games at the same time we're cutting ours back. But it makes so much sense because it's... It's their religion, just like English football. Yeah, very hard to sort of get uh, the mindset of an Australian into the IPL. It's just a different level of, of awareness around the game. It's it's like Melbourne Cup in Australia every day. That yeah. is sort oh. of fanaticism. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, we, we possibly don't get the sense over here. We watch a fair bit of it. But we don't get the sense of how yeah. big it really is. I mean, Heels comes up with the, what they pay for broadcast dollars alone, mate, and that, that's just eye-watering, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I think the interesting thing is, is um, around that, Paddy, is this split now between digital and, and television. So yeah. it's, an, it's basically an equal split of $6.3 or $4 billion, of which broadcasters, you know, three and a bit and, and, and so is digital. But it, it's the second most profitable game in the world. So the NFL yep. um, per game has about a $17.5 million profit. Um, the IPL is second in line with that with $15 million, um, of profit. So, look, if you could put another... And it's a much longer season as well. You know, when you think about NFL, it's quite a short season, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but but cricket can easily afford to be another you know another 
three or four weeks probably. So the expansion, I believe, is not going to happen next year, Heels. Okay. The expansion is going to happen the year after. And all that really means is at the moment they've got a, a, a system where they don't play each other home and away. So it's 70, 74 games, including the finals. But when they go to a full uh, home and away series, it will be it will be you know multiples of ten you know playing each other away. So I think it goes to eighty. I think it's another ten. It goes to um, an eighty-four game series. So there'll be a lot more double headers. Probably the tournament can't really afford to go much longer, but um, they'll get you know lots of double headers during the week. Whereas at the moment they only do. Super Saturdays and Super Sundays, where there's oh, double headers on both yeah. days. Okay, it's uh, they're locking up their cricketers, that's for sure, mate. The the Oval Test venue was a good venue to have that uh, sort of neutral test against India, wasn't it? And but yeah, uh, what did you yeah, make yeah. of what did you make of Birmingham? Uh, it was pretty flat right from the word go. Yeah, look, it was really surprising, wasn't it? Yep. Um, just the way that that thing played, and, and we played there a number of times. There was just zero lateral movement. There was. There was nothing really on offer. You know, even the spinners, Lino, he's such a world-class player that he'll find a way, a little bit like his other partner from India, um, Ravi Chandra and Ashwin, they just find ways because of their accuracy and their extra sort of bounce and their variation in, in so far as they can come over and around the wicket. They've got complete control. Yep. Um, but, but, yeah, look, I just... I, I just think the way, and we heard Pat Cummins talk about this, they're one, a very secure side, which means even someone like David Warner should be sitting in that dressing room going, look, I can breathe here. I, and I thought actually played quite well, especially in the second innings. Mm-hmm. Um, he can breathe, he can, and the side is consolidated, so they know their roles. So short of injury, even if you're leaving someone like Mitchell Stark out, you know, it means that you've got a really strong eleven and a bloody good squad yep. that know the conditions well, and that's something that Pat also said, um, which I agree with, and, and back each other. And that's kind of like the, the super dynamics of, of what we've seen through the state of origin. It's on paper, England, with their strategy, look like a very, very competitive side. But when you line it up against all of those other factors that I just mentioned, the belief in this Australian group was is just phenomenal now. It's just got a good radar for success. Yes. Hey, Hayden, I, hey, I just want to play this one to you. This is, and I, then I want to ask you about Basball and how we combated it. This is Usman talking just in the last twenty four hours, and he actually is a fan of this, you know, this thing that's called Basball. I'm genuine as a as a person on the field. Sometimes even I love it. I think it's kind of you know entertaining. You see Joe Root come out and try to reverse lap one. I mean. 20 years ago, he would have been dropped just for playing that shot. Like, seriously, he would have been dropped. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, it, when you see that, you laugh, but it's like, wow, this is... And then he actually hits one, and he hits, he hits another one, and he's like, that's pretty cool. So I respect, you know, how they're playing their cricket right now, and, you know, the proof's in the pudding. They've won a lot of cricket based on the way they're playing. So, Haynes, what do you think? I mean, there hasn't been, you know, mm. overt criticism from Fleet Street over there who can turn, as you know... Um, but mm. they seem to be still supporting Basball. Are we going to see more of it in this series? Yeah, they'll, they'll only know one way to play now, and, and Stokes really said it at his press conference as well, that, look, we didn't get that result, but that's not going to stop the way that we want to go about our business. And, in fact, I reckon Australian cricket can learn a bit from it. Um, even when I think back to Usman's uh, second innings, there was a time, and, look, this has been 
incredibly critical. But there was a time when he really needed to have a bit of Baz Ball himself and be inspired by it because mm. he, he was really in a, in, a, in a situation where he was locking down the run rate and occupying the crease. And then you got a young Cameron Green that was kind of doing the same, trying to find his tempo in test cricket because we know and we've seen through his T20 performances that he can be an absolute rock star in terms of the way that he plays. So, so some of the senior players, I think, Davey, want a big tick you know, just his attitude, the way that he was into the ball, good body language. Usman Khawaja occupying the crease, but also could probably find the gear when he has to, you know, to allow the pressure to relieve off some of the other players. Carey had a fantastic game, didn't he? Yes. Lavishane, at the moment, does look like he's really caught on the crease, so he's going to have some work to do on that kind of basball mentality. Um, and, and I think Smudgy Smith is also a bit the same, like... He was fantastic through certain periods of, of the Test World Championship, but you know those two key players for us can get a little defensive. They're more defensive than attacking, and I'd really like to see them ex- explore and extend upon their current mindset as a batting unit. Mm. Um, and, and that's how you combat you know England as well. Like they will not want to, and we saw this as soon as Pat Cummins started coming up. You know, one of the spinners, I think it was Joe, Joe Root, yeah. a couple of sixes. Um, and look, the other bloke, um, he's a forgettable cricketer. Um, the fast bowler that's bowling 124, you know, nude nuts. Who's that? Ollie Robinson. Ollie Robinson. Robinson. He's got a mouth from the south. And look, <laughs> someone like him, you could just go, brother, I'm, I'm coming at you. Like Davey Warner can do that, right? He can right. just say, hey, you're bowling 120 Ks. You see and, how upset the flat. opponent gets, Paddy? With those, what about that arrogant uh, declaration, Hados? Would you have, would Great. you have barked at that? I reckon it's no. I reckon that's fantastic. No, I think that's why we're so invested in this English side, and why someone like Usman Khawaja at a press conference is saying, you know, we actually are inspired by it, because what he's actually saying there is that our fans are inspired by it as well. The people that want to watch Test cricket are inspired by this. And and we've seen it, you know, right right at the start of this. How good was was that test match? Yeah, that... I mean, if there was a blueprint to a test match where there wasn't a big forced, unforced declaration, you know, five hundred plus, where one side's basically just batting for a you know a timeout for the rest of the test match. Game moving forward, solid declaration, really good captaincy, I reckon, um, as well. Just those things people appreciate in Test cricket who who want to watch, you know, Test match cricket. So I reckon it was just a brilliant. It was a brilliant five days. It was just you couldn't stop yeah. watching it. Yeah. Uh, now, just just quickly, Hados is uh, Lords. What does Lords throw up for our listeners? Well, it's uh, for a start. Our record is you know really phenomenal there. But yes. I, I don't think this is a period where you really need to be concerned about that as fans. It's um. Anyone can win on the day, and these two sides will show that through this series. It's not going to be a Glenn McGrath whitewash, I don't mm-hmm. think. It's, they're just too close a series to, you know, to have a result go all one way. Um, but you'll definitely see more lateral movement. And for our fans as well, I can't um, emphasise enough just the overhead conditions. I mean, the reality of it is in that Edgbaston test match, the majority of it was played under bright blue sunshine, um, which makes an enormous difference. So if you get leaden skies, 
what what looks like a pretty benign wicket can turn into something that's going to seem heavily, or certainly move laterally, and that's going to be when you're when you're naturally aggressive uh, playing nations the way that they're both playing, that's going to be you know opportunities for bowlers and batters are going to have to work you know really hard through that or have the courage to to take it on you know maybe that's a new mindset next Wednesday. But, yeah. Yeah. How good next Wednesday? I mean, how good at the moment is sport? I mean, yeah. we just can't get enough of it. Hey, you wouldn't have probably caught. I don't know whether you're listening or you probably may not have caught up with us. But the uh, front page of the Daily Telly in Sydney today, our uh, origin heroes, and they've listed all the New South Wales-born cricketers. <laughs> and they've, they've got them all celebrating. They haven't even mentioned well, reckon, the footy. <laughs> Paddy, I reckon I had most of them on speed dial last night because um, <laughs> that was, <laughs> I reckon I spent half my time watching the footy and the other half just sledging anyone from south of the border. <laughs> Brilliant. Hey, hey, nice. great to chat, mate. Welcome home. Uh, relax for the next couple yeah. of months, mate. You deserve it. Oh, mate, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Matthew, see you. Sir. See ya.